What's going on, buddy? I'm Mr. Hyena. I am Domzy. And welcome back to the Think Tank. Welcome to episode... Four? <laughs> I don't remember. I, I just had four a look. Things. Yeah, I just looked. Yeah, we're on four. Uh, so today, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to be doing our last podcast episode on, well, football in general, because the seasons are starting to wind down. Uh, the NFL is coming up to the playoffs, but quite frankly, who watches the NFL anymore? <laughs> uh but yeah so in this video we are going to be going over uh pretty much the what's been going on so far in college football and then a little bit into the pros with some of the big stuff that's been tossed around this past week uh you ready dom yep Alrighty. so first things first let's start off with the big congratulations and that i was right Michigan winning the national championship over Washington. Quite frankly, Washington did not show up to play that game. That's uh, that's uh, that's what I got from the game. That Washington just didn't show up to play at all. It's kind of like what Alabama, like that was probably Alabama's worst game of the year. It was one of the most important games. It was the same thing with Washington. Yeah. Washington, like, they crumbled the first quarter, second and third quarter. They looked fine, but they couldn't get anything going offensively. And then Michigan finally found a way to get past them and immediately ran up the scoreboard within the last 10 minutes of the game. Well, uh, Washington couldn't stop Michigan from running. Yeah. <laughs> so that's never good. For, uh, then, for how much of their defense I mean, was so talked about going into this game? <laughs> a little yeah. bit of a shocker that they did not do that well, but I mean, what can you do when the other team is stealing your offensive signs and they know what play <laughs> you're running? Uh, you're funny. But uh, speaking of Michigan, um, Jim Harbaugh, there is a rumor spreading around ESPN and all those other sports networks that he is thinking about going to the NFL next season. Uh, do you think this is true, Dominic? I want I want to ask you. Uh, I I think he'll go to the NFL. I think he'll go to the NFL, and I don't think he'll really do anything. Mm. Yeah, he'll go to the NFL, and then like he'll he won't get very far, like win like playoffs and stuff. I don't think he will. Mm. Right. Yeah. So and he'll go back to Michigan. <laughs> he'll go back to Michigan. Um, uh, yeah, so his brother uh, coaches for the Ravens and has been for a while. Um, mm -hmm. I'm surprised he has not been fired yet, even though his teams are back in the playoffs they have for a good once. season. Yeah, they had a really good season this year. Uh, they're currently the number one well, seed in the AFC. Well, what's dumb is so. uh, watch them next year if the, if the Ravens have a, a terrible season, but if, like, they don't have, like, as good a season as they did this year, they'll fire him. Oh, yeah. That's what everyone is. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, yeah, so with um, the rumor of Harbaugh going to the NFL, I, I personally think he will. But I think he's going to pull I'm, – I'm, my thought is, is that he's going to pull a Pete Carroll. He's going to be really good right out the gate. He's going to be really good, but then he's going to fall to mediocre to mediocrity. Where it's like you have winning yeah. seasons, but you don't get to the playoffs. 
or you get to the playoffs yeah. in the wild card then lose stuff like that yeah so i feel like he'll do that um but uh speaking of the national championship with washington uh kalen DeBoer, washington's head coach is going to bama which i, I heard like there were rumors about it but i didn't think that was actually going to happen did it actually happen uh yes I just checked before I hopped on, and it was official. Now, it was one source that said it, so I'm hoping that more sources come out and say it. It would be good to know. Um, and then speaking of Bama, oh my gosh, everything just keeps connecting. Nick Saban retiring the end of an era at Alabama and college football in general. The, one of the best Thank God. head coaches of all time finally steps down which I felt like he was going to try one more season to get to a natty and then then retire, you know? Yeah. That's what most I've seen most coaches tend to do. Um, not sure sometimes they don't. Uh, there's a lot of examples of that, but and Saban's one of them now. Uh, but, yeah, so seven national championships, I think ten conference championships, uh, over – Almost 20 years in college football, probably 17 or 16 years, I think. Um, yeah, one of the greatest coaches finally steps down as the head coach, which I was shocked. I, ladies and gentlemen, I called Dominic within one, like five minutes of me finding out the news and fact checking it. <laughs> I called Dominic but, so, um... as fast as possible. But what's sad about that is that I already knew. Like the day, I found out like the day before he called me. Damn. <laughs> I like how you went along with it too. <laughs> You're like, oh yeah, that's so sad. <laughs> I thought I told. I thought I told you already. I guess I don't think I did. But I thought I did. No, I found out myself. <laughs> no one tells me anything. I have to find everything out for myself. I'm usually really good about finding stuff out on time, but sometimes I'm very late. <laughs> Uh, which I know we're very late with making this with the national championship being over uh, last Monday and then obviously Saban retiring, what, two days ago now? Three days ago now? I think two days, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it's we've not been able to sit down and <laughs> talk about this. So, uh, yeah. Um, but before we move on, I want to give my opinion on Kalen DeBoer going to Bama. I think this is a stupid move on his part. Only being at Washington for two years, almost winning the title, to then betray that team and go to an already dominant program. I I just think it's I I don't think it's smart. Because all I feel like he's it's... doing is creating a lot of resentment from the rest of the country at this point. <laughs> you know. Odell Beckham Jr. because he was on a bunch of terrible teams. I don't, no, I don't think I don't think he won a Super Bowl with Eli Manning. But he, like Odell Beckham Jr., what was he? He went to the went to the went to the Rams, won a Super Bowl, and then now he's at the Ravens, who are the number one team in the AFC. Seems like he only goes to the teams that are good. I feel like that's what yeah a lot of people do in college. Like Caleb Williams, like he went he was at Oklahoma, who was it, which was a good team, then. 
he left with Lincoln Riley along with other players, went to US and then went to USC. Yeah, and now they're There's finally having a players that here. think, oh, if I can do this here, I can do this at this team. Yeah. Well, the thing is that USC has always been decent at football, so they've always constantly been a thorn in the playoff side where they always are like, I'm here. <laughs> uh, I feel like that's another... <laughs> I'm I'm here, but I I just I lose one game and now I'm not in. <laughs> yeah, like they they always somehow manage to find themselves losing later in the season, which is what they did this year. They started off really strong and then they just fell off super hard and they face planted on the concrete. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> they're like six and zero. <laughs> yeah, and then they I think didn't they end in like seven and five? <laughs> I swear like to God, I swear to God, they were they only won like one or two games after that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, uh, I don't know. I just think for Kalen DeBoer to move to Alabama, I feel like that, I feel like that was the case with Caleb Williams and Odell Beckham. It's like, I'm already going to go to a good program to make nothing or to make, uh, sorry, to make already something into something like you can't do that. So all your, it's like, it's like playing Madden or NCAA 14 on recruit mode or whatever the easiest difficulty is and turning all the players opposing CPU players to zero. Like that's pretty much what he's doing. <laughs> like he's not trying to find challenges. He's not trying to keep going with his current team to a national t championship, which I, I'm going to throw this out there. I don't think Washington's going to be anywhere close to the college football playoffs next year. That's my hot take. Cause I, I don't think they will. They do have a lot of seniors coming back, but I just don't think they will. It kind of seems like a team that either has never made a playoff or like a team that's never made a playoff, they make it, and then after that, they're nowhere near as good. Right. It's just like that fluke thing. Like TCU is like the only time they've ever done anything in the, the air after. Granted, they lost a lot of their good players. Mm-hmm. But I don't think TCU will ever get to that level again. Oh, no. And if they do, like, the closest they're going to get is probably, like, 20s. Maybe maybe upper teens, but they're not yeah. going to get anywhere near that again. I don't feel like they will. Um, like, do you think yeah. Louisville will be as good as they were this year, next year? Um, I think they'll be either right about the same, maybe a little, little worse. By little worse, I mean, like, ranking wise i don't mean like play performance wise i feel like because we still have a we have a lot of we had a good recruitment class and a good transfer portal year uh we have a, a couple seniors returning we got a new quarterback we got some new running backs you want plumber? So. <laughs> no plumber needs to, want plumber. plumber needs to be flushed out of louisville which he did so or is it, do you know if he's going somewhere else uh no i i think he's not transferring i know for a fact but he's either just graduating and not going to the nfl or going to the nfl and he just hasn't made a statement about it yet which he's kind of running out of time <laughs> so <laughs> the school year's coming to a close the NFL's here. probably gonna look at him like hey um what's with this 10-win season with you didn't win anything. No bowl game, conference championship, nothing. What's what's this about? Goes, <laughs> oh, uh, you know. You know, just a, 
yeah, stuff happens. <laughs> no, but that game was literally that. It, it stuff happens. <laughs> like you were playing against a dying USC team. That was, um, quite frankly, they looked very like they were struggling at the beginning of the game. Quite frankly, Their they def- did. USC's defense isn't any good, and even yeah. with all the backups, then that would have been worse. Oh yeah, for sure. And I think that's why Louisville got off to a hot start in that bowl game was because of USC's terrible yeah. defense. So, uh, yeah. But I feel like with how the conference next year is going to look, with adding Stanford, SMU, and Cal, and everything like that in the ACC, and FSU is leaving the conference, more than likely, they still have, I've still have not heard word about that in a while. But I don't see why they would. Like like I said in the last episode, I think it's because they did it for TV rights or something stupid like that. Like, it is the dumbest yeah. excuse you've ever heard. It's like, bro, <laughs> like, come on. Like, I know that's why everyone's leaving the Pac-12 and everything. By the way, RIP Pac-12. Yeah, like, but... all, their, all their games are, like, start at 10.30 and everyone's, like, sleeping. Yeah. Which, no one watches on the, on the Pac-12 East network Coast. anyways, so... <laughs> I like it when college games are on late at night. But yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so I feel like, yeah. So feel I feel like next year Louisville won't progress, but I won't feel like they will regress. I feel like they'll be about the same. Uh, the way too early AP poll came out last this last week, and it put Louisville at 19 in the country. So. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of hopes for Louisville going into the season already. <laughs> um, I think, um, I think, Coach Brom is a really good coach. So I feel like, like I said, I don't feel like we're gonna go anywhere. We're we're not gonna go like Washington. We're not gonna make a deep run, but I don't feel like we're gonna be USC and totally just regress, <laughs> like to the point where we almost have a losing season. I'm saying almost, so if you're a USC fan, please don't be pissed off. I said almost. <laughs> Even though that had been first in decades. <laughs> like, I can't even remember the yeah. last time they ever had a losing season. I have no idea. Okay, uh, yeah. So, Kalen DeBoer to Alabama, no. I think it's a stupid idea. But then speaking of Alabama with their rivals, Auburn. Just earlier before hopping on this podcast and recording this, I found out that Auburn students went to Alabama's campus and vandalized their campus after they heard Saban retired, announced his retirement. So, um, I don't know how to take that. Like, I know for Auburn, that's probably the biggest win they'll ever have. (laughs) But... You you can't make that up. That's a little too far, in my opinion. Yeah. It's a little too far. I think Nick Saban knew that <laughs> the SEC isn't going to get all the attention because the Big Ten's going to be stacked. Yeah, the Big Ten's adding so many new teams. A I, lot of the Pac-12 I, nobody, teams. Nobody shuts up about the SEC. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and then now the – Yeah. I've seen many videos where people are like, the playoffs just can't do anything without the S- the SEC. That's why Bama was in there. <laughs> so, they had to. I don't think Bama 
<laughs> if you look on paper, Bama really shouldn't have gone in the playoffs because one, they had to cover behind to beat Auburn, who's not very good. Right. And they shouldn't have jumped seven spots. Yeah, that was a, that was a little Especially aggressive. when everyone above <laughs> them lose. Right. I, I, I found that a little crazy. I was like, how in the hell do you jump that far? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I don't know how to react to that Auburn situa Auburn students situation. That was, I almost didn't believe it, but then I, I thought about it and I was like, it's Auburn. <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> it makes sense. Bunch of miserable people. Right. Um, so now we're going to move on to the pros because there's been a lot of movement going on in the pros. Let's start with probably the, the biggest news uh bill belichick of the new england patriots announced he was leaving new england as of wednesday uh what's your take on this i'll let you speak first i'm bill belichick right yes um i think it's about time you retired because i think he realized that getting somebody like Tom Brady is never going to happen again. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing, though. He didn't announce his retirement. He announced he was parting ways with New England. That was his words. So, for all we know, he could still not he could still coach at another team. Yeah, that's true. Where'd he go? I don't even... Uh, so far... So far, it seems like uh, a lot of people are uh, rumoring that he's going to want to go to Chargers, which I'm laughing at, but I don't know. I thought he'd go back to the Giants or something. Hmm. I mean, I could see a lot of those lower teams probably wanting to bring him on, so honestly... Um, and then my opinion on this, uh, as a Patriots fan myself, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was shocked, but I saw it coming since 2021 when we started going downhill pretty quickly. I could tell that his time was coming to an end eventually. Now, would I rather him retire Yes, <laughs> I would much rather him retire than him be like, oh, I'm just parting ways. <laughs> but yeah. he doesn't want to say he's retiring. Yeah, because that that would that would because I feel like. I feel like that would be the same situation as Nick Saban. The dynasty is over. Yes, him leaving means the dynasty is over, but he's not leaving his legacy of being a coach completely behind he's still bringing his coach his coaching mindset on to find more jobs is what he's trying to do so that's why i feel like yeah. it's not that big of a deal right now unless he announces retirement like the nick saban situation but i still feel like it's big enough to mm -hmm. cause some shockwaves through the nfl because he won six super bowls appearing in 10 I don't even remember how many AFC championships he's won. It's in the double digits, I'm pretty nine. sure. Or nine? Yeah. No, it's it's nine. All right, nine. That's kind of funny. What's funny is that funny I'm a Broncos fan. What's funny is that the Broncos have one less 
conference championship win than the Patriots, and the Patriots and the Broncos have the same amount of Super Bowl losses. Huh. <laughs> That's kind of funny. I've n- I've never looked that up actually. That statistic. That's kind of. It's kind of funny. It's ironic, but uh, that's because uh, the Broncos have had a pretty rich history when it comes to football, especially during the Peyton Manning yeah. and uh, John John Elway era stuff John like that. El- yeah. Yeah. Um, my family's Broncos well, like, fan, so I I know the lore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're just in the corner of all your Patriots stuff. <laughs> No, so actually, funny story. At Christmas, remember when the Patriots played the Broncos this year? Over Christmas time? Oh, yeah. And the Patriots yeah. ended up winning? The beginning of the game was all Broncos. My whole family on the Keller mm-hmm. side of the family are Broncos fans. They were rubbing it in my face. They're like, ha-ha, you suck. You know what I did at the <laughs> end of the game? When they drilled, <laughs> When they nailed the game winning field goal, I walked in front of the TV and said, who sucks? <laughs> and they're pitch have a worse record. Yes, yes. But, I yeah. like come on. You you're going to get in my face, so I'm going to get in your face back because we won. And then they're like they they brought that up. They're like they're like what's the what's their what's your guys' record again? And I was like, "But who did you lose to?" <laughs> I like see I after like what was it? Has, Something happened in the third quarter, and I was like, oh, Broncos are going to lose, because they, they couldn't do anything anymore on offense. Yeah, I don't know. Probably some halftime I adjustments. Think, I don't think Russell Wilson's a problem. I just think it's the offensive line. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't look into the Broncos that much to know about what could be the problem. All I hear is what the media says, and usually that's Russell Wilson sucks. <laughs> but I don't know. That's not the case, though. It's his... The offensive line is bad. Because mm. every time he gets the ball and he back goes to pass, he's running out of the pocket because some of his two defensive linemen after him. Mm. Interesting. It's just dumb. Yeah, so I, t- I take it with a grain of salt. I'm like, you know, maybe it's not all Russell Wilson. So, um, it, I don't know. I just take it with a grain of salt, you know? Um, and then... Okay, back to big... Back to big... Uh, I'm going call him big. Bill Belichick. Um... <laughs> He, if if he's as genius as a coach as everyone said he was with Tom Brady, then he should be able to turn any team good. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know how to feel about um. Because quite frankly, I don't think it's his fault why the past three years have been so bad. I think it's the players that he had at his disposal were not what he was used to. Now I know you could say that Brady yeah. sucked when he first started playing. But that's the thing, is that Brady only took a year to turn around. Mac Jones played three years and then was cut <laughs> because he couldn't turn it around. So Brady had a lot of good players around him, too. That as well. I feel like Bill Belichick was just more used to having really skilled and elite players at his disposal. So that's why he wants to go find another team that has that so then he can keep winning yeah. or keep his winning mentality going i guess because it is kind of demoralizing when you constantly lose every year it's very demoralizing (laughs) for anybody i'm not just saying coaches i'm saying anybody players teams uh coaches fans um uh and then his replacement 
Gerard Mayo was just announced today at about, I'm going to say lunchtime, I can't remember. Uh, Gerard Mayo used to play for New England. I think he was a defensive lineman. Might have been a linebacker, I can't really remember. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah. I know but, he's a lineman of some kind. Yeah, he was, he, but he was from a long time ago. He was from like the early 2000s Patriots uh, when they first started to become really good. So, uh, will he turn things around? I think the Patriots need a really good draft class this year to bring in for them to fully turn things around and get them on the right path. But it's not going to be easy because this is also his um, first head coaching job. So, yeah, definitely going to be a little shaky. So, I will take it with a grain of salt next year. Um, in a weird way, I was expecting the Patriots to kind of fall off after their final Super Bowl against the Rams. Mm-hmm. That's actually kind of funny. I just realized their first Super Bowl win was against the Rams. Their last one that they've had last. is the Rams. the Rams. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, didn't even realize that, but yeah. So all we can do is hope. Uh, same for the Broncos. Yeah, they played the Rams twice. They played the Eagles twice. They played the Giants twice. Oh, yeah, true. I forgot about that, actually. Rinse and repeat. Anyways. Um, next, we're going to jump to another famous coach that was just ousted, but this time fired. Not removed or retired. Fired. Uh but he still evolved in their program. That is good old Pete Carroll, uh, Seattle Seahawks yeah. head coach of many years. I'm pretty sure it was over a decade. Um, also coached at USC, took him to two national championships or three. I think it was two. Uh, yeah, and then he t- went to the NFL. Uh, now he's fired after having a winning season. But. The reason why he was fired is because they're tired of seeing the same uh, same record every single year. And so they're like, let's f- try to find someone quote-unquote better. Do I feel I like this? Retired. I didn't know he got fired. Yeah, it was a whole like... It, it's, a, it's a weird, goofy situation because he's fired, but he's still involved in the... Uh, whatever you call it, like the Seattle... Uh, what do you call it? Like board or yeah. whatever? I don't know, committee? I don't even know what you call that. So he's still allowed to be there. <laughs> like, But he yeah. just can't lead the team, I guess. Do I think this was a smart move by Seattle? No. I think this was a kind of stupid move. Quite frankly, I feel like Pete Carroll had the same situation where as Bill Belichick. He's not used to these young players that aren't really used to ma- to playing in these situations. Like playing on an NFL roster, and even if he does have good players, they don't have good other players around them to help boost them up. You know, yeah. like Tom Brady, he had Julia Julia Elliman and Rob Gronkowski. Rob Gronkowski, oh my gosh! <laughs> he had, like um, he had weapons. He had Rex Burkhead. He had, he had Burkhead. Rex Burkhead at running back, who was pretty good. He had um, what's his name? He had another receiver that was good. I can't remember his name. Randy Moss was oh, a really what? old one. He had Randy Moss yeah, for a while. Yeah, he was there. Uh, what's that? Cry- another running back. Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> it, was a, it, was a, it was a black guy. 
It wasn't Rex Burkhead's <laughs> white, but it was a what was his name? Oh, I need to look it up. <laughs> okay. Um. So yeah, I just think Se- Seattle really did not have does not have weapons around every corner, so they they struggled this year. But I feel like firing your legacy head coach early was not a good move on yeah. Seattle's part, in my opinion. But I'll let you I'll let you find that. <laughs> Uh, uh, Pete Carroll. I don't. Was he, yeah. He was he. He was coaching when the Seahawks went uh, played the Steelers in the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. Uh, see, Seattle won one Super Bowl <laughs> under Pete Carroll. Went to I think two or three. He went to three. Yeah, and then he lost two. Three. Uh, lost against the uh, Patriots in the uh, the old you should have ran the ball Super Bowl. Um, and then the Steelers, yeah. which I did not watch that one at all. So I was maybe like five when that Super Bowl was played. Hmm. I wanted. I remember the Patriots and Seahawks Super Bowl because I wanted. I think it was Super Bowl forty nine. I wanted the Patriots to win because the Seahawks beat the Broncos. Oh yeah, you always go against the team that uh, beats you. Um, like uh, I also just never really liked the Seahawks. Yeah, I don't know. I, I agree with you. I just kind of never really liked them, honestly. Uh, for example, though, this year, I'm rooting for the Ravens in their playoff run because of Lamar Jackson. Shout out, Louisville. <laughs> he was actually the main reason why I got into Louisville football. I watched him before he played there, but I wasn't a big fan, really. I oh, that's who. He had... um. Brady also had Amendola. Oh yeah, Amendola. Right. He was good, and uh, I forget his first name, but his last name is Blunt. Legarrette. I think Blunt. he was another running back. Yeah, him. He played. For, yeah. So yeah, Brady had a lot of good players around him. Yeah. That's who the guy was. But what were you saying about Jackson Louisville? Uh, I was just saying that like he was the reason why I started liking them. Uh, and then, cause I watched them during their Bridgewater era. Which was before Lamar. Which, by the way, did you know that that Teddy Bridgewater played for Louisville, went to college there? No idea. No, I had no idea. No, yeah, I didn't know. I, I didn't back up his whole life. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's not really a leading quarterback in the pros, but um, yeah. The funny thing is, is I watched Bridgewater play at Louisville, but then I didn't realize it was Bridgewater in the NFL until like, five years yeah. ago. So I was like, wait, that's the same guy? <laughs> uh, it's, yeah, that was actually kind of funny, but when I made that realization. So I was like, oh, I, like, did a forehead slap. I was like, I'm so stupid. It's like once he left, I immediately moved on to Lamar. I was like, this guy's way better. <laughs> Even though uh, Bridgewater yeah. took him to a huge bowl game, their biggest bowl game ever in the Orange Bowl. They were Louisville when Lamar Jackson's like his second to last year or his senior year or something. Well, how long did he play? He only played like two years, didn't he? Yeah, because Bridgewater played for his freshman sophomore year. When Jackson, I think he was, I think he was a senior. He went. They were ranked like number three in the country, and then like lost a few games in a row or something. Yeah, they lost their last like three in a row. One of them was uh, to Kentucky. I remember. 
Kentucky was really good that year, though, so I won't put it past them. Um, one of them was uh, um, it was an upset one, I believe. Like it was a team that they thought they would have beaten. I can't remember right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me look up. Um. I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> Hello, where am I at? <laughs> um, so in 2016, this is when Lamar played. They finished 21st. And so their last game, which was the Cheez at Citrus Bowl, this was the last game Lamar played in. No, sorry, his junior year. They lost to LSU. Yeah. But the game before that, they lost to Houston. Week before that, beat Boston College. Week before that, lost to Kentucky, which was an upset win. And then, yeah, because mm-hmm. they were second in the ACC. So they were behind Florida State. <laughs> <laughs> Would you look at that? <laughs> That's kind of funny. Uh, now let me look up 2017 because that was his senior year. Third in the ACC. Okay, so they fell off a little. Um. Lost in the Gator Bowl against Mississippi State. Beat Kentucky. Jeez, they blew out Kentucky. Uh, this was the year we... How did we finish third, then? It said we finished third, but we're second. Behind Florida State. Even though we beat Florida State that year. What is this on? Okay, anyways. Uh, Yeah, I can't remember what year that was, then. That was probably 2015, then. What's hilarious... Is that when Miami and Florida State joined the ACC? This was back when they were both really good. Um, everyone thought the ACC championship was always going to be uh, Florida State and Miami, and I don't think it's happened yet. <laughs> it's never happened. Yeah, everyone thought that it was going to be Florida State and Miami, and it hasn't happened. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um,. Let me see. 2015, they ended 8-5. and five. Um, They finished behind Florida State and Clemson, who were really good. Clemson was 8-0 in conference and 14-1. and one. They were number two at the time, back when Clemson was good. But, yeah. I don't know. What year was that, then? I remember them losing three straight. In the last three games of the year, and then they it was like 2015, 2016, or something. Hmm. It was like 2015. Remember them being like number three, and then they like lost to a team. It was Utah. I think it was Utah. They lost to Utah, who wasn't ranked. Didn't had nowhere near a good record as Louisville did, and Utah just beat the crap out of them. I don't remember. Damn, who team? What? I think it was Utah. Yeah, you're right. Number three. 20, yeah. uh, uh, Louisville, last, uh, number three during the 2016 season. Uh, they started nine and one, which Damn. is why they were doing so good. Really awesome. Uh, yeah. Um, while Louisville, ro- Louisville rose in the rankings, it fell to number 21 following, uh, the Virginia, Virginia loss. Um, Oh, wait, no, sorry. I read that wrong. 
They almost lost to Virginia, but came back and won. Why is Virginia always giving us trouble? Um, I, I, Virginia should have beat Louisville this year, but they blew that. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, 2016, apparently. Yeah, you were at that game, weren't you? Yeah, I was there. <laughs> we still won, <laughs> but it's what okay. Was, remember that, Um, what was it? The... Was it Louisville? They ran the ball and then, like, fumbled it or something, and it bounced right to a Virginia guy, and he ran it back for a touchdown. Uh, I think it was – you're talking about an interception. I know what, I know what you're talking about because oh. we, we, oh, right. we never fumbled the ball. Virginia did, but we didn't. We threw an interception. Plummer threw it right. He did a he did a boot out like where the quarterback fakes a handoff and rolls out, and he threw it right at the Virginia guy. <laughs> like I'm I'm being dead as like <laughs> eyes eyes were locked to him, and he's like, "Here you go." <laughs> like how do you not see him right there, standing in front of you? I don't know. That's that was just one like of Plummer's weird moments, I guess. Did like it that Louisville beat Notre Dame. That was awesome. Oh yeah, I was on a bus ride back from Sioux City after a marching competition, watching it. My phone was at like five percent, so I like turn it off every like two, like every minute or so, and then check back every five minutes. <laughs> I was like, please. You were screaming. Yes, I was like, please, please win. And then when I finally saw them storm the field, I literally screamed at the top of my lungs. Everyone else is sleeping on the bus, and there's just me in the back screaming and punching I, my friend Isaiah oh, sitting yeah. next yeah I'm, I'm, no so uh you could ask Isaiah this uh when we sit down to record later um he was sitting next to me on the bus and I literally start screaming I start punching him I just start throwing fists I'm like let's go <laughs> and he was like he was legit like bro what's going on what's going on he's like trying to sleep <laughs> uh, he's yeah. like, like Louisville what and he was like, cool, like slumps back out again. Yeah. It was funny. And then that was the same week that Miami did the weird f- fumble on with like two seconds left and Virginia Tech took it back and uh, yeah. won. Yeah. <laughs> that was the same day too. Which, by the way, Miami, I hope you're never good again. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. Uh, Coming from a... Both a Louisville and a Husker fan. More so as a Husker fan. Yeah. But more Louisville because of conference play. Husker fan because of pride. <laughs> yeah. We own you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, let me look this up, actually. Nebraska. Oh, I'm watching the Louisville-Virginia game. My wife, the interception you're talking about. <laughs> there was no one... None of his players were anywhere near him. Yeah, I think bro. I th- right. I think bro literally right turned color. Bro turned colorblind. <laughs> bro turned colorblind for like three seconds. He went right to him. It's yeah, it's really funny. And then the beginning of the game, I'm literally hey, there on the TV. Ball? Yeah, that was a good game because I was also yeah, yeah. I was also there. And I got on TV. I literally looked up, and I was so surprised that there was a camera in my face. Uh, so apparently... Oh, that's what, this is the fumble I was talking about. The Virginia guys caught a screen pass, was running. Louisville guys hit him. 
the Virginia guy fumbled the ball, but one of his players was right next to him, and he picked it up and ran it in for a touchdown. Yeah, but then there was a giant injury, and everyone around us kept saying they're going to yeah. cancel the game because of how bad it is, but it wasn't that bad. <laughs> Found out later, it was just a torn ACL. <laughs> like, bro. Oh. See, so, some people, like, walk off the field from a tor- with a torn ACL. I, I know, and he was on a stretcher. Weird. On a cart. I was like, oh, okay. Uh, also, I just looked up with the Nebraska-Miami rivalry. It's tied 6-6, six to six, and the last time they played was um, 2015. Yeah. I do not remember that game. That was um, that was I, a bowl game, I think. Oh, that's probably why. Because, yeah, it says 36-33 in overtime. So we were leading it, which is kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, right here, September 20th, 2014. Uh, well, that was the last time we were ranked. Actually, uh, we beat them forty-one to thirty-one, and then the next time we saw them a year later, literally a year later, almost on the dot. It was a day behind. Uh, played in Miami at a bowl game, I'm pretty sure, and then lost in overtime. That's all right. We'll come back for you guys. Yeah, we'll come back for you guys <laughs> sooner or later. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna look up. Uh, football. I'm gonna look up my Nebraska's schedule, and then I'm going to look at Miami's and see what's going on. Uh, spring game: UTEP at Lincoln, Colorado at Lincoln, Northern Iowa at Lincoln, Illinois at Lincoln. Oh my gosh, four home games. Purdue at Purdue. Uh, Rutgers at Lincoln, Indiana. Indiana. Yeah, Nebraska's first like five games are home. Oh yeah, right here. Yeah, uh, one, two, three, four. It's four, four games. Uh, we play at Indiana. Then we play at Ohio State. Which, good luck to our, uh, what was good that? luck, good luck to the boys. I'm not even gonna turn that off. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, you can never know. Hey, actually, it depends how the start of the season go as goes. I know the first game's UTEP, but then like Colorado. Like if we win out against the first two, four, five games. I I'll have a, I'll have some good confidence. Yeah. I'll have some confidence, uh, but not much. Obviously, going into Ohio State, I definitely will not have confidence. But uh, then we have UCLA at Nebraska, which UCLA is a little doo doo. So I don't know how to feel about that. Then we have USC, which is at USC, which that's also going to be interesting. Um, that's going to be really if, interesting. If uh, if USC played like they did against UCLA, then Nebraska could win. Oh, yeah. I We never know. Then we play Wisconsin at Lincoln, and then Iowa at Iowa City. Watch us beat Iowa yet again at in Iowa. Iowa. Like, I swear, we can never win at home. We can we can only beat them at freaking yeah. Iowa. Um, okay. Now let's look at Miami f- football. I cannot spell football schedule. Okay, why did I bring up the Miami Dolphins? <laughs> <laughs> University of Miami. There we go. Alright. Uh so game one. Wait. Oh wait, that's this season. Excuse you. <laughs> Here we go. Uh ooh, game one is at Florida. That's gonna be a rivalry matchup right there. Kinda cool. Then they play uh Florida NM at Hard Rock. Then they play Ball State. At Hard Rock, then we then they play U USF at Raymond James Stadium, which UCF you need to get a goddamn stadium sooner or later. 
Then they play Cal because yeah. of the new uh, conference realignment. And they play at Cal, which actually that's going to be kind of cool. Uh, then they play at Georgia Tech the following week. So they go on a one, two, three, four game away streak. Because then the following week after Georgia Tech is at Louisville. Louisville. Yeah. Then they play Duke at home, Florida State at home, which I don't know how to feel about that one either. I, I feel mixed. Like I feel like that can go either way. Virginia Tech, they play at home. Uh, then they play Wake Forest at home. And then they play at Syracuse for their final game of the year. So Miami, I think Miami has a pretty weak schedule. I'm not even going to lie to you. Their toughest competition is definitely Florida State, Louisville, Florida, and that's it. <laughs> Duke, maybe. Yeah. It depends if Duke has a down year like they did a couple years ago. This year they did all right, but they struggled towards the end. Don't we know. beat them. We, how. <laughs> we beat them pretty soundly. <laughs> Louisville did. Yeah. I'm Didn't pretty want Duke thinking they were good. Yeah. I'm going to look up the score. Yeah, it was 23 to nothing. Like, that's how that we beat them 23 to nothing. Like, so, yeah. Damn. Yeah, we, we came in that game like, you ready to go? <laughs> and then Duke's like, no. <laughs> and then they get, they get just spl- smacked. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, uh, so yeah, that's Miami. And, uh, I'm going to look up Louisville. Schedule 2024. While we're here, I guess. Here we are. Uh, game one is Austin P. I did not know they had a football Austin team. P. I I don't know how to how do you pronounce that. P. A. Pay. P. A. I don't P-A? remember. Okay. P. A. Or something. So yeah, first game is Austin P. A. At at home. Then they have Jacksonville State at home. Then they play Notre Dame at Notre Dame. For their third week, which that's going to be a hell of a game. Which, by the way, they are already, their preseason poll is 10. Then the following week, they play at Kentucky. Another rough game. Uh, Then the next week, they play at Boston College. Wow, so they also go on a a four-game away streak. Then they play, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. Their week six is against Clemson at Clemson, which... They didn't play Clemson last year. Then we play home at Georgia Tech. Or, sorry, we play against Georgia Tech. Then we get home against Miami, home against Pitt, home against SMU. Then we play at Stanford. <laughs> and then we play at Virginia. At we play at Virginia. <laughs> it's not good luck. It's more of like, what? <laughs> like It's one of those games where you're just like, yeah. excuse me? Uh, so, yeah, that's their schedule. Um. Yeah. So, from looking, we have one more thing on our list, actually. Um, seventh year senior. The reason why I thought of this idea was because I just saw that Casey Thompson signed with Oklahoma. Yep. Yeah. After leaving that. Texas, Nebraska, and FAU, he is a seventh year senior, Dominic. A seventh. Um. Du- uh, Duke, they're like Duke has a corner. He's been there for seven years. Oklahoma State has like a tight end that's been there for eight years. Yeah. So the reason it's why, like, I... how do you, how can you be there for almost a decade? 
Yeah, like that has to be boring at some point. Um, the yeah. reason I'm bringing this up is, is this a good thing or a bad thing? Bad. You should not be able to be in college for almost a decade. Mm-hmm. I agree with you. I think this is a really bad thing. So I think this is something that the NCAA needs to work on soon. And I know because of quote unquote COVID in the transfer portal, but that stuff needs to get thrown out the window and they need to put a cap. Like you can't, you can't be an eighth year senior. <laughs> like, no. I feel at, like at I, most you should have hmm. is six. Cause you have your red shirt year, all four years. And then you have like an injury year. Yeah, so you can have That's a cushion it. year. I think seven and they have, they yeah, have seventh and eighth years. I feel like are just redundant at that point. So I agree with you. Like at least Everyone have one re- injure has... redshirt and whatever for playing years. Yeah. Everyone has like their four years, their redshirt, and then their injury year, and then now they have like their COVID year, and then they have like some other bull, bull crap year. Yeah, they um uh, they have to uh. I swear, they, like, did some weird rules with the COVID stuff, so it's like, come on, why are, why are we still doing this? Like, that was four years ago, right? Yeah. She's with the peanut butter on for the men's trip. <laughs> Richards, you got the mouse trap? <laughs> She's shaking like a mouse. Oh, jeez. Jeez, my dog just... My dog, Richards, just... <laughs> uh, Roxy just got... Attacked by a mouse trap. <laughs> I'm nowhere. We're, it's a podcast. Are these people gonna win that? That's no. That's I just wrote that down for notes. Oh. You're okay, Richards. You smell like peanut butter now. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Hi, Ellie. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, my dog's not that smart. <laughs> Ellie is, but not not Roxy. <laughs> She's she gotta learn the hard way. Scared of everything. Well, she licked the mouse trap, dude. What are you expecting? Uh, but <laughs> yeah, so you, you freaking idiot. I don't know. I don't think she knows what a mouse trap is, but now she does. So yeah, but ladies and gentlemen, that is going to be everything on our list. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. I know this was a shorter episode, only about fifty minutes long, but. Really, we did not have that much to go over. This was, to talk about. Yeah, this was kind of like a hastily thrown together episode because of the whole Nick Saban and Pete Carroll and Bill Belichick situations going yeah, on. We had to so, talk about it. Yes, yeah, so we had to talk about it. So now we can move on to anything else we wanted to do, like the more, more tier making probably and other stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, so if you didn't enjoy, yeah. please rate this uh, podcast if you're on Spotify. If you're on YouTube, please leave a like and hit the subscribe button so you can get a new uh, get updates on new video uh, videos. Pfft. You can tell I'm too used to making videos on new podcast episodes. Um, and with that, thank you all so much for listening, and we will talk to you guys next time. Bye bye.